It's a time of great victory. Your past does not have to dictate your future. We are on the solid rock, Christ Jesus. God's got something better for you. I want you to open your Bibles this morning to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, and we're going to look at verse 2. As you're turning, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful today, again, as we just come into your house to worship you and to be reminded of your goodness to us and uh, all that you have for us. Thank you that you have good plans for us. Thank you that you desire to prosper us. But, Father, more than that, that you had a plan before the foundation of the world and... uh, that you're going to carry it out. And Lord, that we should be reminded of that, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the mighty God. And uh, Lord, so give us that uh, ears to hear today and a heart to receive what you'd like to speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, 700 years before um, Jesus was born, Isaiah writes, these words and it says the people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death a light has dawned you know we're not really that far away from the people that he was talking about in that particular day there's uh, our society today the challenges that we face today it seems that we're walking in in darkness and in um, we need to see a great light we need to see the great light of, of the Savior, of Jesus Christ, and, and His goodness to us. Hallelujah. And uh, so it says, those that are, are living in the shadow of, of death, a light has dawned. That shadow of death, that great darkness, that time of great despair, where despair is everywhere, it says, they have, a light has dawned. I want to tell you today that a light has dawned. Maybe you're in some darkness, maybe you're in a challenging time. A difficult time. I want to tell you that uh, Jesus is close by. Amen. I'm so thankful that um, when God sent His Son, that He didn't just send Him to an elect few. He didn't send Him someplace else. He didn't uh, reserve a, uh, a place in in Jerusalem at uh, the the finest hotel. He came right where the people were, and uh, you know it was a difficult time for them, and they had to go pay their taxes, and and there were all challenges all around, and Jesus came right to where they were. I want to let you know today that Jesus is coming. He wants to come into your life, into your circumstance, into your situation, into your challenges, into the darkness that that is in your life. He wants to come and bring a great light. Verse 6 there in Isaiah chapter 9 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Wow. You know, Isaiah there in this prophecy that he gives some 700 years before Christ was born, he, he spans a time from not only the birth but throughout uh, even into the time of the coming of Christ because in that one verse he talks about the, the cradle, he talks about the cross and he talks about the crown that Jesus would wear. He says there, uh, for he, uh, or he says, for to us a child is born. Let's just, he, he tells us first of all about the, the, the cradle, the crib where Jesus would be born, that he comes 
to live a life as mankind, to come and to walk alongside of us, to pay the price that is necessary for uh, mankind to become part of the family of God. And so he says, a child is born. He says, to us a son is given. That son, the Lord Jesus Christ, took his place on a, a cruel cross and he suffered and died for you and I that, that uh, the debt would be paid that uh, we owed. And then he says, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he, he sees the time of when he will reign as the king of glory uh, over uh, all the nations of the world. And it says that, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You know, and God didn't give us this gift because we were good. We were everything but good. It's the same way, you know, you might have told your kids, uh, well, now, if you be real good, uh, then you'll get some, we'll give you a Christmas gift, right? Well, you, you already got them the Christmas gift. You're going to give them the Christmas gift anyway, right? Because we know that the gift doesn't depend upon the goodness of the receiver. The gift depends upon the goodness of the giver. And so God gave us this gift because he is good and um, b because he loves us and because he has great plans for us he has awesome plans for us has anybody told you today that god loves you and he's got something awesome for you if they haven't well be informed <laughs> god loves you and he loves us and and so he gave this great gift uh, you know really this is what christmas is all about god's love and what he gives to us and the plans that he has for us. And you know, knowing Jesus Christ is the key to understanding all of God's wonderful plans for our life. We can't understand him without really knowing Jesus and not, without knowing who he is and what he's about and what he came to do. Uh, again, Isaiah looked down through time and eternity and saw the whole aspect there of Christ. A son is get, or a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. He saw that that uh, crib, he saw that cross, he saw the crown, and uh, you know it all began that first advent, that first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you know, of all the prophecies that were given for uh, Jesus and for his coming, for his first coming, you know, there's so much, so many more for his second coming. And so if, if we believe that he came the first time and he was born there in that manger, then you ought to really be excited about the prophecies that talk about him coming uh, back as, uh, to, uh, as our Redeemer to, to uh, take us out of here and to rule and reign with him. Hallelujah. You know, this, he, he came uh, back to, uh, he, he, or he's coming back to a world, and he's not coming to die this time, but he's coming to reign. And he's, uh, amen, he, amen, go ahead and praise him. He's coming not to suffer, but to uh, put down evil and to do away with the one that brings that suffering. He came the first time as a lamb to die. He's coming the second time as a lion to reign and to rule and reign. And um, he's coming as a king and as a conqueror. In Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, uh, John writes, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon uh, him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but himself. Hallelujah. The psalmist writes in Psalm 24, if you'll turn there to look, talking about this name, this name that's above all names, this wonderful counselor, this mighty God, this prince of peace. Uh, and he has this name that no one knew but himself. He's the king of glory. 
Amen. The psalmist writes in, in the 24th Psalm, beginning with verse 7, he says, Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors. He's talking about access points. Boy, you know, ought to get excited. You know, and we have gates and we have doors within our hearts that we need to get ready and, and get excited to open up for the King of Glory to come in. And, and uh, He's coming. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be lifted up, you ancient uh, doors, that the King of Glory may come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. He says again, who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Somebody ought to give him praise this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Do you know him today? Do you know this King of glory? You know, he's the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's um, the king of the ages. He's the king of, of heaven. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of kings. Uh, he is the king of glory. I want to ask you today, who is this king of glory? <laughs> Do you know him? Do you know him? Oh, David writes and he says the, that the um, heavens declare the glory of God. This king of glory. He says the heavens declare the glory of God. Wow, heavens. Paul writes about, he says, I knew a man that was caught up to the third heaven. That's where God's throne is. The first heaven, they tell us, is, is where, you know, uh, our space that, that we know and that we are discovering and where, you know, we're launching uh, satellites and, and different things. Uh, that's the first heaven. The second heaven is known to be where this uh, great warfare takes place and uh, between angelic hosts and demonic spirits and that second realm. But the third heaven is where God's throne is. But it says here that the heavens declare the glory of God. Think of it. I mean, we live in a pretty big world. Uh, and if just this world would declare the glory of God, that would be pretty amazing. But then through the space that we know it and this, this other realms of, of heavens that we're not even aware of and, and can even fathom, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament, it says, shows his handiwork. All oh, this creator this uh, one that creates all things. You see, there's no, no measure uh, or no means of measure could define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into view the coastlines of his shoreless supplies. No barriers can hinder him from pouring out his blessings. Somebody ought to get excited today. I'm talking about the king of glory says, who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere and he is eternally steadfast. Hallelujah. He is immortally uh, uh, faithful and he's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Aren't you glad for that? That's the king of glory. That's who he is. That's who he is. That's my God. That's my king. He's God's son. He's the savior, uh, the sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's 
uh, in all things and, and is all things. He stands alone in himself. He's respected and set, a, set aside. He is, as they say, august. He is unparalleled. He is unique. He is unprecedented. He is supreme. He is preeminent. I'm talking about the king of glory. I wish I had somebody to preach to this morning. Hallelujah. You see, he's the loftiest idea in all of literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the paramount problem in higher criticism. And he's the foundation of true theology. I'm talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the King of Glory. Who is this King of Glory? As the psalmist writes, who is this King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. Hallelujah. And the question is, do you know him? Do you know him today? Hallelujah. You know, he is the superlative of everything good that you could say about him. He's always available to the tested and tried. Amen. He's uh, the bridegroom who promised to return for his bride. He cleansed lepers and he caused blind to see. And, uh, you know, he took those debtors and he set them free. And uh, he edifies, he forgives, he guards, he guides, he heals intercedes, he justifies, he provides the king of glory. And yet he sees you and I and all of these things that we have need of. Hallelujah. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. He makes all things new. He never leaves. He never forsakes. Uh, He opens doors. Provides peace. He quiets questions. He restores. He supplies all my needs and, you know, he fights all my wars. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know him? Do you know this King of glory? The King of kings, the Lord of lords, born as a baby, pure and, and in a simple place, but yet walked as the Son of God and he came and took our place on that cross. You see, God loves you enough that he came in himself in the form of Jesus, the king of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that he is the, uh, the way, or Jesus said, I'm, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. He is the way. You know, sometimes we think, you know, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know how I can do that. We just need to look to Jesus. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. James even tells us when we're caught up in in all kinds of trials that we should count it joy, be joyful about it. And then he says, and if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the key to knowledge. He's the doorway to deliverance. He's the the pathway to peace. He's the highway to holiness. He, he's the, uh, uh, man, he's, he's the gateway to glory. I'm talking about the king of glory. Hallelujah. Boy, if we could just get a, a view of him and, and, and bring him uh, just in, in some way in our limited uh, 
uh, awareness just to, to praise him. It's amazing how he can step out of time and eternity and step right into our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know him today? You see, he's, he's true. He is the real master of the mighty. He's the captain of the conqueror. He's the head of the heroes. He is the, the overseer of the overcomers. He's the a leader to the legislators. He's the governor to governors. He's the prince of princes. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. I wish somebody in here would just praise him for just about five seconds here today. That's who he is. You know, his life is matchless. His love is, uh, never fails. His word Stands forever. His wisdom is manifold. These are just things that the, the Word of God describes and, uh, about him and his characteristics. And, you know, his promises are sure. His grace is sufficient. His goodness is limited. His, his mercy endures forever. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. His weapons are powerful. They help us fight that good fight. Amen. We talk about this king of glory, do you know him today? Do you know him? Oh, man. I, I just wish I had the words to, to describe him to you today. Uh, you know, but he's indescribable. I, I wish you could comprehend him, but he's incomprehensible. <laughs> Not only that, he's irresistible. He, he's invincible. Hey, the heavens couldn't contain him. How can a man try to explain him? I, I'm talking about the king of glory today. Hallelujah. This Jesus, this mighty God, this one that came to walk among us and he was tender in his care for, for each one of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you, you, you can't get him out of your mind. You can't get him off of your heart. Um, you can't outlive him and you, you can't live without him. <laughs> I, I mean, this is this king of glory. Uh, the... the the Pharisees, they couldn't stand him, but they found out they, they couldn't control him and, and they couldn't stop him. Uh, Pilate couldn't find fault in him. And Herod couldn't kill him. and the, the nails couldn't keep him down. And the, the grave couldn't keep him in. And hell couldn't keep him out. Oh, somebody shout, he reigns. He reigns. He reigns. Are you hearing me today? I'm talking about the, the king of glory.